Then, with regard to the next action, which is the last action of worship in the list, comes the title, Anadru Wadaliluhu. Vows and their evidence. Making vows, making another. And then comes the saying of Shaykh Islam, Wadalilu Nadri, Yufuna bin Nadri, Wayakhafuna Yaman, Kana Sharruhu Mustatira. Surah Al Insan, the 76th Surah, Ayah 7. With the explanation, description of the believers, they fulfill their vows and they fear a day whose evil will be widespread. Sheikh Fawzan said in explanation, another, making a vow, he said, it is that a person makes something binding upon himself. What is making a vow? He said, it is that a person makes something binding upon himself, which was not originally binding upon him in the legislation. A person's making something binding upon himself, which was not made binding upon him originally in the legislation. He vows, a person vows, says, I vow that I will do such and such. And it wasn't something already obligatory upon him in the deal. In Islam, it's not an obligation upon him, but he made it by his vow, saying, I vow that I will do this thing. So now he's made it obligatory upon himself. Let me show some examples. He said, such as his making a vow that he will fast, make a, he perform a fast, or his making a vow that he will give such and such in charity. Then it becomes binding upon him to carry out his vow, because of the saying of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Man nadara an yuti Allah, falyuti'hu." Whoever makes a vow that he will obey Allah, then let him obey him. In a footnote, they mention the hadith is reported by Al-Bukhari as hadith 6696 and 6700. From a hadith of Aisha, Sheikh said, and another making a vow is a type from the types of ibadah, of worship. It is not permissible to do it except for Allah. So whoever makes a vow, another, for a grave, or for an idol, or for other than that, then he has committed shirk along with Allah, the mighty and majestic. And it will be a vow of sin, another ma'asiyah wa shirk. It will be a vow of sin and shirk. And the Prophet wasallam said, وَمَنَذَ And this being completion of the previous hadith. وَمَنْ نَذَرَ أَنْ يَعْصِيَ اللَّهَ فَلَا يَعْصِهِ The explanation, and whoever makes a vow that he will commit an act of disobedience to Allah, then let him not disobey him. So in other words, the full, full wording being, whoever makes a vow that he will obey Allah, then let him obey him. And whoever makes a vow that he will commit an act of disobedience to Allah, then let him not disobey him. He, not, he doesn't fulfill that, fulfill that vow. The same hadith. As for Sheikh Muhammad ibn Salih, that's where Sheikh Fawzan ends explanation of that point. As for Sheikh Ruthimeen, then he mentions something here on this point. He said, 
with regard to the matter of making vows, because of making, making a vow when a vow is made, it's not to worship. It can only be made for Allah. So Shaykh Al-Fazir makes a point though, with regard to, is it praiseworthy to do this? To make things binding upon yourself, which are not originally binding in the deen. Is it praiseworthy that you do that? Sheikh Ibn Uthimeen, rahimahullah, he said in his explanation, and you should know that another making vows, which Allah has praised, Allah the Most High has praised, we know the like of this ayah that we heard, from sort of insan, that where fulfilling vows is mentioned, that the fulfilling vows which Allah has praised, those who carry them out, is the acts of worship which Allah, has, the mighty and majestic, has made obligatory upon them. I mean, that's the praiseworthy. I mean, the, the vows, it's not restricted to this, to, to this meaning here. That person says, I vow to, I'll do such and such. It also includes things which are obligations in the deen already. And they're the praiseworthy types of vows that should be done. The Sheikh said, For acts of worship, when a person begins them, obligatory acts of worship, when a person begins them, <coughs> then it becomes a duty upon him to fulfill them. And the proof for that is his saying, He the Most High, ثُمَّ الْيَقْضُوا تَفَثَهُمْ وَالْيُوفُوا نُذُورَهُمْ وَالْيَطَوَّفُوا بِالْبَيْتِ الْعَتِيقِ The ayah with the explanation, ayah from Surah Al-Baqarah with the explanation, then let them complete their rites of Hajj and fulfill their vows. <coughs> and fulfill the rites of Hajj which are obligatory upon them. They've been described as nudur, vows. So let them complete their, the rites of, their rites of Hajj and fulfill their vows. And let them perform tawaf around the ancient house. So that's the praiseworthy type of vow that Sheikh Badimi mentions. <coughs> and the acts of worship, when a person starts to perform them, an obligatory act of worship is already obligatory. You start to perform it, it's a vow upon it, you've got to fulfill it. Then he said, as for the vow, the nazar, I'm referring to the one that Sheikh Al-Fawzan explained, as for the vow which is a person making something binding upon himself, it's something that wasn't already binding, but he makes it, he said, I vow that I will do such and such. Or an act of obedience to Allah, which was not obligatory. Doing this is makruh, this is disliked. Or hated. You know, when someone asks, if someone asks the question, if someone asks the question, I make a, if I make a vow, do I have to fulfill it? Then, if it's obligatory, if it's if it's something that's obedience to Allah, you have to fulfill it. But the, if somebody else asks the question, should I make a vow in the first place? Something, an act that's not obligatory upon me, as the Sheikh mentioned, fasting, giving charity, or like, should, should I make it a vow that I will do such and such and make it obligatory for myself? Shepard means answering the question, it's dislike for you to do that. You shouldn't be doing that, it's dislike. He said, and some of the scholars hold that it is forbidden to do so. Because the Prophet ﷺ forbade making vows. And he said, That the Prophet ﷺ spoke about making vows. And he said, it is not something which brings good. Rather, it only causes things to be extracted from a miser. 
meaning a person doesn't really want to give, but he's made it binding upon himself, said, I, I vow that I will give in charity, so he has to, now he has to give. Sheikh Rukhameen said. And from that is that if a person makes a vow of an act of obedience for Allah, then it becomes obligatory upon him to do it. Because of the saying of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he quotes the same hadith, Man nadara an yuti Allah falyutihu. Whoever vows that he will do an act of obedience to Allah, then let him obey him. Hadith reported by Bukhari and Muslim from Hadith Anas radiallahu So in other words, Shaykh Muhammad he makes a distinction between making vows, or making, making something obligatory upon yourself by making a vow, this is dislike to do so. You shouldn't do that. But then comes, what if a person did it? Does he have to fulfill it? Then the point that Shaykh Al-Fawzan made, if a person did that, and it's act of obedience to Allah, I made a vow, I'll, I'll pass such and such, then you have to fulfill it. Wallahu a'lam.